0: You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. On this episode, we are talking 2022 Purdue Soccer. And it's my privilege to welcome back to the podcast the head coach, Drew Roth. Coach, welcome back. How are you doing today?
1: Oh, doing great, Adam. Thanks. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great. Hey, it's great Good. time to talk uh, Purdue soccer. It's fall, It's a, almost here upon us officially, but it is fall sports season, so I love it uh, and excited to talk uh, some more Purdue soccer with you. Uh, you guys are heading into Big Ten play starting this weekend. We will get to that and focus most of this episode on this year. But before we do that, I just since we haven't talked since last September, just wanted to go back a little bit and reflect on last year's season. What a remarkable year it was! Uh, best record since 2007, advanced to the second round of the NCAA tournament. If you don't mind, just kind of reflect on the la- uh, last year's special season, if you would.
1: Yeah, I think last year was just, um, you know, as you mentioned, a special year. We had a group of seniors that, uh, you know, really worked hard throughout their careers to uh, improve and really committed to their development and really kind of learn how to win at the highest level. And that was a process, uh, but to see it take place and to see uh, to see them go out on top like that was just fantastic. Uh, four players from that senior class are currently playing professionally right now. Uh, so these are players that, you know, early on in their careers, uh, you know, we kind of threw into the uh, into the fire and uh, got that experience. But, uh, you know, um, it, it was a process. Every year they got better. They committed to the weight room. They committed to the tactical side of the game, technical side of the game. And then, uh, you know, it was fantastic just to see them uh, figure some things out. And uh, uh, just a, a fantastic class that led the way. Obviously, some young players contributed as well. Um, But it's just one of those teams that you show up every day and uh, they want to get better. They want to improve. Just absolute uh, joy to train every day with them, be around them, close-knit group. Uh, It's just one of those groups that, um, you know, you'll always remember. And I'm sure we'll have many more teams like that while I'm at Purdue. But uh, uh, that's a team that uh, maximized their potential, uh, played good soccer, and really laid a foundation for the younger players in this program uh, to really continue to, to strive for more. So uh, special year, a uh, great group of individuals and uh, uh, some incredible moments at Folk Field and and, and, and some other places as well. But, uh, yeah, that team uh, kind of laid that foundation, I think, for that next chapter of Purdue soccer, which we hope to be uh, that NCAA tournament team year in, year out.
0: Yeah, for sure. And you said it perfectly. I was going to say laying that foundation for for years to come and just helped, I know, I think is boost recruiting, too. You guys had a, a remarkable recruiting class coming in, too. Um, you know, not the single uh, – Anybody out specifically, but I am going to do that a little bit. You had a remarkable class of, I believe, eight seniors, but two of them especially, and Sarah Griffith and Marissa Bova, who are the first two to be drafted in the NWSL draft this past year. Just getting to see their names called, and, I mean, what they meant for you last year, and then getting to see their names called. What what does that mean to you as a head coach?
1: Uh, It means a lot. You know, it's a very proud moment just to see two players. And, you know, I tell a lot of people this, it's just – you know, it's no secret how they did it. I mean, those two love the game. They love to play. Uh, they really, really invested. Um, you get to practice uh, a little early. If, if there's if there's somebody out on the kick wall, you know, smacking the ball against the wall, it was going to be one of those two players, you know, and then, that, and that you know, it, it it pays off, you know, and to see that hard work pay off and then realize their dreams. As I said, you know, three or four years ago, um, there were players with a lot of talent, but it was, it was you know, a lot of potential. But you know, you never really knew how far they were going to take it. So to see them progress consistently uh, and then attain that level uh, was was just fantastic to watch. But as I tell people, just you know, great players, but even better people. I mean, they're two of the best people, um, you know, that have had the the privilege to coach. Just uh, just coachable, you know, competitive, um, team first type individuals. You know, uh, they love Purdue soccer, and you know, they gave us so much, and Purdue soccer did everything. Uh, we could to help them achieve their dreams. So just one of those, uh, you know, great relationships with a couple of great people and to see them uh, play at the highest level right now um, is, is very rewarding and we're extremely proud of them.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. And, you know, Sarah Griffith's uh, story is just so terrific to follow too. I was fortunate to have her on the podcast last spring after she got drafted and just, you know, what she went through to be able to finish her career playing soccer at Purdue is just remarkable. And it was fun just following the program last year. And it seemed like every game you were just waiting yeah. for, you know, Charlie or whoever's updating Twitter to, you know, say gold, Sarah, you know, Sarah yeah. Griffith goal it was just, it was so fun to, to follow last year. That's for sure.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It well, was, uh, yeah. Just, yeah. You know, like you said, her story, just, you know, one of the most mentally tough, you know, players that you'll find. And, uh, and also one of, you know, what they also provide was great leadership. You know, it said, um, not only did they set the tone on the field, but just off the field. Um, and it wasn't always, you know, talking the loudest. It was, it was just uh Saying the right things at the right time, being supportive of people. I said, you know, um, teams want to be led by 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 the veteran players, and they did that tremendously. So uh, their influence continues. Their influence, uh, you know, continues with this group that we have now, and uh, it, it'll get passed on through the through the the years for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. You mentioned laying the foundation. Talk about balancing as a coach, balancing taking that momentum from a previous season into this the next season and then also you know balancing that with this is a new year and we can't rest on the laurels yeah. from last year as well
1: yeah it's, it's a challenge because we do have many new faces you know we just played notre dame recently uh and you know that was the team that we played in the ncaa tournament last year uh they returned nine uh starters and we returned three i believe from from our our past meeting so um you want to promote that tradition and that success and you want to say hey this is this is where Purdue soccer uh this is where we want to be this is where we plan on being uh but at the same time it's a it's a lot of pressure to put on a group to say you know you guys need to go out there and uh you know win 15 games and keep up uh, keep the pace uh it's going to be more of a process with a young team so uh we don't run from you know those standards and those expectations but at the same time I try not to bring that up too much because you know, Sarah Griffith said fifth-year senior, so she she had been through it, and uh, you know she averaged a goal a game, and that's that's something that's very hard to expect from a freshman forward or a sophomore forward. Um, so I, I think it's important that uh, you know we 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 have those same standards, and and those expectations are high, and we want to be program that is consistently you know near the top and not not going up and down uh, you know uh, like a roller coaster. However, um, this is a kind of a transition year in some ways where it is a influx of new talent and very good players really excited about this freshman class uh, and a lot of them are playing right now. However, um, you know, there are going to be some growing pains that's just inevitable so um, we, we we definitely don't run from the expectations but uh, at the same time, uh, it is a little bit of a new era and there's a lot of turnover, and now this group, um, you know, has to do it. Uh, in their own time frame, but I think they can achieve some of those things at a, at, a, at a quicker rate because they have been exposed to it and they did come into a program <laughs> with expectations um, and and really lofty goals.
0: Yeah, and we'll we'll get into that youth movement just here in just a moment. You did it seemed uh, it certainly felt like an opening night that a lot of that momentum was carried. What an exciting night! Nearly thirty three hundred a record crowd came to watch you guys play uh on opening night against uh 15th ranked usc and not only beat them but beat them 3-0 just talk about opening night and how special that was
1: that was amazing you know there's so many people you know within our program within the department that contribute to a night like that you know you you can't pull in you know 3,300 people just just uh you know, to a soccer game um, without a lot of people putting in that effort from marketing to, to promoting it, to, um, you know, just, uh, you know, the, the campus and and so many of the freshmen coming in they're going through orientation. It was uh, just a, a huge event here on campus. And uh, for us to, you know, do our part and uh, play at that level was important because there was one point uh, during the day of the game before uh, earlier in the day where I'm like, okay, it's an incredible environment, you know, some recruits are here, like this is special. And I was like, well, now I hope we can uh, you know, I hope our performance on the on the pitch is uh comparable to this environment and this crowd and this event because everything was so well planned and so executed. We we're so excited for it. Fortunately, our players uh they definitely fed off that energy. And uh, you know, just the the support and the, the excitement was was so high that uh, you know, we keep data on on how much we run, how fast we run, and it was amazing. Just uh Our players were playing on another level you know just uh with with that excitement and uh um so we got a big big victory there and um you know hopefully that helps us down the road with rpi and things like that um as we move into big 10 play but uh you know those are nights here um it's the second year in a row we've had an opening night crowd that broke a record um you know those are moments that our players will never forget you know those those are moments that uh uh you know you just uh you you always remember those and uh I think it's just amazing that we can you know bring in three thousand people um here uh to enjoy a game and the fans are into it too, you know, and not just sitting there on their phones, you know people are into it people are getting after it so uh just reminds me how uh you know boilermakers are so proud and there's so much spirit here at the school and uh for us to kick off the uh athletics uh for the season um in that way, you know I feel like uh you know we definitely uh helped do our part and that's always a
0: good feeling yeah that was that was a am- Fun night to watch that, or watch that game on uh, BTN and just to follow that. And it's, yeah, a lot of excitement around the program, that's for sure. We mentioned getting ready right to head into Big Ten play. We also mentioned the youth uh, movement so far and you, mm-hmm. non-conference so far, three and four record, maybe not the record you want, but like you said, there are going to be some growing pains with a young team like you have. Plus, it's not like you're you're playing cupcakes either. You've had a tough schedule so yeah. far, especially with some uh, road games so far. Let's talk a little bit about the non-conference and what you've been able to learn so far from this young season.
1: You know, I think that's a great point. You know, when you look at your record, I knew, we, you know, the odds of us going undefeated were very, very slim with a young group. So, you know, you look at, okay, you know, uh, four and three, five and two would be would be much better. But uh, as you said, we we play good competition, you know, and I know there's probably some games we could have scheduled and right now we could, you know, sitting at five and two, but um, we probably would would get exposed at times in, in the Big Ten with some things that we haven't seen, you know, so Um, I think uh, that that tough schedule will pay off, Um, you know, in every game that we've, you know, lost and, you know, Notre Dame was a fantastic team um, and definitely earned that. Uh, The other games we lost were, you know, very, very close games and just, uh, you know, definitely uh, felt like a couple of those that we were on our way to a draw and just, you know, late in the game, we we gave a couple goals. So we've been very competitive. We played good soccer and, you know, no one's really uh, you know, completely played us to that level. So um, those are a lot of good signs that uh, that this team can play good soccer, um, you know, and uh, down at Kansas State, we went down, we went down a man, unfortunately, uh, we we're playing with 10. And uh, ironically enough, we played some of our best soccer in the second half, when we had to really lock in and and, and be sharp. So um, this team has showed the ability to to be composed playing on the back, we can play through the midfield, like, There's a lot of things this team does really well that I'm excited about. It's just those moments that decide matches uh, usually obviously inside the 18s. Um, You know, sometimes it comes down to two or three plays and uh, that's part of the process. But once this team can figure that out and really get that confidence, um, I have a feeling that we could we could really make some noise in the Big Ten. So, um, you know, it's a it's it's exciting to start Big Ten play and everyone is uh, kind of a clean slate. You know, non-conference is important. But as we all know, Big Ten play is what we kind of, uh, you know, kind of judge ourselves on. Um, and uh, I feel like this team has a lot of good, good days ahead.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, and talking about some of those things that you've gotten to see so far, what are you encouraged by? What are you going to build upon? And then what are some areas you may be hoping to kind of improve as you head into uh, Big Ten play here?
1: Yeah, well, we've got, to, you know, said kind of youthful uh, lineup. So, you know, we're, we're likely to start, you know, four or five freshmen and, you know, possibly uh, two or three sophomores. So um, what's exciting is that, you know, if they're if they're playing as well as they are now, I, I, there's no reason why they shouldn't continue to get better with experience here over the course of the season. Um, but I really like, you know, we've got a couple of freshman center backs and in our sport, uh, you know, players that can defend well. And also we like to build from the back players that are confident with the ball under pressure in your back line um you know those those players really fit what we do and we've got a couple uh you know freshmen that are composed uh beyond their years uh we've got a goalkeeper in sarah kyle's a sophomore uh just getting some sort of first starts this season tremendously talented you know she's just really um putting things together and a great shot stopper and now she's really understanding all the uh you know the the key intricacies of, of being a top keeper and we start you know we're starting to see really some of that some of that growth so um I'm excited about that in the attack, you know, a young player like Kayla Budish, you know, who's had created a lot of great opportunities for herself, finally got her uh, first goal against Notre Dame. Uh, if anybody watches our games, they know that she's she's knocking on the door every game two or three times and just, you know, been a little bit unlucky hitting the crossbar and in the post, things like that. Um, but once she gets in a rhythm um, and her ability with Emily Matthews, a returning junior to kind of work off each other um there's some tremendous potential there zoe allen is another uh junior that we have up top um and her and gracie dunaway are are two more attacking players so that attack is only going to get more cohesive as they work together and those things take some time but we have the individual talent and uh you know we'll work hard to 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 get them to to develop that chemistry but that's a little bit of an untapped area that i think uh, this team will continue to grow with and uh you know obviously um we need to be able to score some goals and have some ideas which i think can separate us in the big ten so lots of things to be excited about um and uh, uh i think uh you know this 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 first match at, at northwestern we've had um you know a few days off which is brilliant it gives us some rest and uh i think i think we're ready to play our best soccer right now
0: yeah i was gonna i'm glad you mentioned the word chemistry because i wondered if you know especially with a young team you have a lot of talent a lot of potential but with a young team sometimes it's just developing that chemistry being on the field together learning where she's going to be and where she's going to be to Absolutely. kick the ball too. And just how important is that? As and you mentioned, you know, as the games go on, that yeah. should only improve.
1: It's a big part of it, you know, and, uh, you know, sometimes early in the season as well um, it's hard to find a lot of really good practice time because the games start coming pretty quickly, right? They come Thursday, Sunday and soccer is a sport where you need recovery. You know, you can't, you can't play Thursday, Sunday and then go out there Tuesday and say, Okay, you know, we're going to work on you guys making these runs in behind the defense, you know, 60-yard sprints. We're going to do them for an hour. It's like you have to you have to manage that. Uh so this week we've had some time to uh, you know, get out and and do some things um that we really haven't had time to do since preseason. And a lot of that is that uh that chemistry up top, you know, you, you play the ball in, you get it back and then you make a run and 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 the timing of that uh it has to be right and and that takes time like any any sport, you know, quarterback throwing to the wide receivers you know it, it takes reps and it takes uh you know, you know it takes it takes time to uh, get that timing down so um we're, we're getting there you know we're starting to see some of those combinations but uh we need to see see more and more of them but uh that training time this week i think will help us a lot and and uh, like i said offensively i think we're, we're pretty solid um it's it's that attack that takes a little longer to create but um i'm excited to work on that and like i said we have the talent uh, if they get on the same page, then all of a sudden we're going to start, uh, really creating a lot of great chances.
0: Yeah, for sure. And you, you mentioned the extra time to kind of prepare for Northwestern this weekend. Do you guys regroup and do you, do you talk about goals and expectations much and have those changed, uh, since the non-conference and, and kind of, how do you approach that with this team?
1: Yeah. You know, I think it's, we've kind of set a standard where, you know, we, we want to be knocking on the door as a, an NCAA tournament team every year, you know, just, that rpi if you're in the top 30 40 teams in the country you're always going to be in that conversation um haven't talked too much about uh about the goals and things of that nature Uh, you know i really kind of like to focus on the the on on what we can control and just getting better um you know i think uh if you talk about a finish in the big 10 i want to say we were picked like seventh or something like that so not something we really discuss um until we get a few games in and then you start looking at the table and you say okay you know this, you know, maybe maybe this is when we make a run for for it. But uh, uh, right now, I, you know, just just try not to put too much pressure on and 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 worry about things that we have no control over, you know. But uh, certainly, um, we take a lot of pride in you know finishing and uh, you know the top half of the Big Ten Conference and hopefully more than that. But um, with a young group, it is really hard to say, hey, this is what success looks like for you guys until we get a couple Big Ten games under our belt. And I think then I'll have a much better idea. But until that point, it's hard to say, you know, tournament or bust because um there's so many things that can happen. But if this team is playing at their highest level, um, you know, I I feel like um they can win a lot of games left on the schedule. There's 10 games left. So um that's kind of the approach that I've taken. Um, but uh like I said at some point we might bring that up but right now, just hey, let's play great soccer, let's let's try to beat Northwestern and see and take it from there.
0: Yeah, it's it certainly maybe overstated, but you do you really do got to take it one game at a time, right? Yeah. Really <laughs> and, and if I remember really correctly, if I remember correctly, last year you guys were picked up, finished pretty low in the Big Ten, and it worked out pretty well for you guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. I, I. Yeah. I think we were tenth or eleventh or something. So, um, you know, those those rankings, you just. I mean, like I said, who really knows how good? If I'm not sure how good we're going to be this year, then <laughs> then, then, then nobody is because uh, I see them every day, and I'm young players. You know, it's just it's hard to say. Um, you know, where, where are you are going to finish? And uh, that's why those preseason rankings, yeah, don't, don't mean a lot, but, um, but yeah, I think um, our focus is on playing our best and you know, we play that way for 90 minutes and, and the result will uh, take care of itself. Yeah. But I, I, I enjoy working with this team. Like I said, it's, it's about potential with this group, but, in, but it's not just potential. Um, right now we can be good. And that's, that's kind of the message is, you know, um, nobody, you know, we're we're in sports. Uh, we're not patient. We want We all want to, you know, uh, win right now, and our players want to win. So, yeah. you know, that's really a focus. But you know, those young players wouldn't be out there and think that uh, that they could, they could be successful right now. Yeah,
0: right on. And keep talking about Big Ten season. So let's start about it. It starts Sunday up in Evanston against Northwestern. How excited are you and your girls to uh, to take the field on Sunday?
1: Oh, so excited! You know, um, just being a a Big Ten guy. You know, growing up uh playing the big 10 you know uh uh, I just love it you know every game is just so competitive you know it's just like you said uh rankings uh you know preseason, current rankings national ranks whatever it is every big 10 game uh you literally have to be at your best if you're not you're you're not gonna like the result. and uh you know that's that's sometimes can be hard uh to, to accept but but it also makes it so so exciting that uh um you know every single game out of of 10 is, is just a massive game it's like a playoff game and uh just getting uh uh ready to compete at your highest level for 10 10 times in a row and then hopefully more after that but uh that's what makes it exciting that's what makes winning feel so good is that when you win you know that you've beat a team of quality players quality coaches had good game plans had good training you know and uh you, you really feel like you've uh, accomplished something huge and then uh, you, you enjoy it for one night and then you said on to the next one. But uh, that's a great feeling and uh, worth putting in a lot of work this week. So we're thrilled. A lot of a lot of players from the Chicago area on our roster, uh, obviously an area we've recruited heavily. So it's, uh, it's close by and uh, um, it's going to be uh, there's going to be a lot of boilermakers there, I think, uh, from the city to support us and making that trip. So uh, really nice way to start off and hoping for a, for a big performance.
0: That's awesome. And then uh, next week, get to come back home to opening up your home big 10 slate against Wisconsin next week. And just getting to yep. play back again for those fans at uh, Folk field.
1: Yep. Yep. Oh, can't wait to get back to Folk. You know, those are, <laughs> those are highlights of our year playing eight or nine games at Folk field, nothing like it.
0: Yeah, And I think we've, we've talked about a little bit already at Folk field and playing in front of the home fans and how much opening night you, we talked about that already, but, and I think, mm-hmm. you know, what we've already seen and what we've already talked about kind of speaks for itself but for the program how important is that for that fan support and just being loud and and support behind the program
1: well it's huge you know i think when when there's a crowd there and you know especially when it's just the students you know um you know get excited uh it, it definitely adds to the environment um it gives our players that a little extra edge and you know everybody likes to you know perform in front of a crowd you know it just it, it, the the energy's there and uh uh, gives you that a little extra motivation soccer is a it can be a tiring sport you know you're playing 90 minutes you're running um you know when the crowd gets into it and you know someone makes a big play or you know beats a player 1v1 or makes a great save um it just kind of elevates the atmosphere and uh you know i think we played usc you know i think they were feeling that that environment uh you know they, they were definitely feeling a little pressure we had the horns going and everything it was uh it was a, a tough environment for our opponents you know and you always, uh, you know, it's just natural. You want to make your opponents feel a little uncomfortable when they're on the road. That's part of it. And you want to feel like you're at home and you have everybody behind you. And, uh, you know, that's that just makes the games all that more enjoyable for everybody. And, you know, I, I got to say, you know, just you know, whether it's football, or it's baseball, um, we have tremendous support from the other sports coaches and, and players. And uh, to have them come out and, uh, you know, see, see other, uh, you know, student athletes out there Given that support, um, I know our, our our players are always thrilled, and uh, you know those programs uh, in particular, um, we're, we're out in numbers and incredibly supportive. So uh, we always want to try to return that favor anytime we can. But uh, that that close knit uh, feel of that of that the, the department comes through too. So uh, students, other former, other student athletes, and then people in the community, um, when they're out to help us uh, help us succeed, um, there's nothing better. You know, we really, really are grateful for that.
0: I'm glad you brought that up because you know with so much negativity in this world, especially on the social media, I love when I get on Purdue Twitter and I just see the support from one program to a next, and just the rooting on and going to games or you know cheering them on on Twitter or whatever. I love to see that. So I'm glad you brought that up because it is remarkable to see the support across the programs at Purdue. So thank you. Oh, thank absolutely. You that up. It's uh, been awesome. As I
1: said, I know how busy you know coaching can be. You know, we're always uh, recruiting and and. You know we we have lives where we want to spend time with our families things so uh it, it's not easy to find that time but when you see when you see those coaches come out and uh and, and they're engaged and they're part of it and you see those student athletes um it's something that you you know i don't take that for granted it's not it's not like that uh everywhere at all and like i said i just hope that we can do our part and uh and support when we have the time and i think we do but uh it's a great feeling it's uh it's 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 it's, it's, a, it's a family vibe and uh you know i think uh our players um our our players appreciate it tremendously.
0: That's awesome. Hey, as we're wrapping up, just want to bring this up real quick as I've been looking at the schedule for this year, just incredibly encouraged that um, so many games that I see the big 10 network has picked up. What does that mean for you? And for a a program for, you know, that's not, you know, it's not football or it's not basketball, but to see like a program like soccer and I've seen it with volleyball as well, that the big 10 is picking up more games. You're getting more exposure on national television in that, in that sense, what does that mean for a program uh, like Purdue soccer and for you personally, just to get to to see that.
1: I mean, it's great to see, you know, it's great to see, you know, women's sports in general, getting more coverage. Um, you know, women's soccer has been, um, you know, pushing for the, the equal pay and uh, with the U S national teams. And, um, you know, obviously we have, um, players playing professionally that, you know, 10, 15 years ago, there just weren't as many opportunities. So there's more money uh, being invested. There's more opportunities that have been created uh so it's 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 fantastic to see it you know we will be on national tv i believe six times a year and you know if you're going to um you know build a a fan base um you know outside of your community or uh you know you get soccer fans around the country that just want to check out the style of play and say hey you know purdue plays a pretty good brand of soccer and you know they got a you know a couple players that um you know i I, I followed from their club careers or anything like that like anytime you can get on you know those those streams or those networks um you just increase your, your 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 fan base and you increase uh the visibility and uh you know our players i think deserve that you know because they they do put in all that work they put all that time and uh uh we have a lot of you know families from out of state and players from out of state and their families are able to watch them on a on a national network And uh, it's just amazing how how it has grown over the years and for us to be on maybe once or twice last couple of years uh, to get to get six games, um, you know, people are going to get a lot of uh, a lot of Purdue soccer, whether they like it or not. And, uh, you know, hopefully they they enjoy it. You know, that's why I say we try to play a brand. Uh, we try to play, um, you know, a, a good style. And, um, you know, I think. Uh, you know, I I get a lot of uh, response from people, sometimes people I haven't heard from in a while, you know, and hey, I caught your game and, mm-hmm. you know, I like you to do this. and Maybe they'll give me some advice. Hey, you know, you guys, you guys could do this better, you know, so we, we get a little bit of that, too. But uh, it's fantastic to know that, uh, you know, Purdue soccer is 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 accessible to, to soccer fans all around the country that want to check out Big Ten soccer and. Uh, uh, you know, worked hard to get that, but uh, really excited about all the opportunities that continue to to be there for women's sports and, and women's soccer uh, in particular.
0: Yeah, I love it. I hope to see it continue to to grow in that direction as well. So that's awesome. Uh, and just thank you for sharing those thoughts. That's really cool. Uh, as we're wrapping up, coach, anything else that you want to add?
1: No, I just say you know, just uh, like I said, we've got a we've got a young group this year, um, but uh, but talented. And uh, you know, I, I can't wait to see what they can do. Uh, I enjoy working with them. They're they're a lot of fun to work with. They want to learn. Um, they're they're, you know, uh coachable and 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 excited to play. And this 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 freshman class is going to be a special group, I think. And we're just seeing the beginning. But uh, you know, uh I'm excited to see what this team can do. I think, you know, a uh, little bit of a uh you know, up and down start, but um, but this team has never wavered. Uh their commitment to to improving and playing good soccer and uh it's a close-knit group and uh, there's just a lot of uh, exciting things going on with our program. You know, I uh, really love how recruiting is going on and, um, you know, love love what the other sports are doing, uh, volleyball and football as uh, falls around here are, are starting to be really, really a lot of fun, you know, with the success around there across the board. So um, I just, you know, would love to uh, have people check us out, whether it's in person or like said on, on TV, on the streams, just uh, you'll see a, a Boilermaker team that's going to uh, give it everything they have. And uh uh, absolutely play the game the right way and uh and represent, you know, uh our our department to the fullest. So um excited to play uh big time coming up and uh, just uh um you know don't don't know what the future holds but it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a fun ride it's gonna be enjoyable can't wait
0: definitely enjoyable definitely a fun ride coach has been fun to watch your your girls play and uh to watch you coach uh and best of luck uh the rest of the season this year. Thank you so much uh for joining the full Steam ahead podcast I appreciate it man
1: hey Thanks for having me, Adam. All the best. Thanks a lot.
0: You too. Take care and boiler up. Boiler up. A reminder, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at FullSteamPod. And you can find the full video interviews on the Fox 59 and CBS 4 website. You can also listen to, subscribe, like, and or comment on the podcasts on all the major podcast platforms, including now on Amazon Podcasts as well. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.